0: So uh, this afternoon, I'm going to introduce uh, one of the fourth Brahma Bihar. It's called Modita, which is translated as appreciative joy. It's the root of this word is mood. Mood, that's M-U-D. means to gladden, pleased. So it's a quality of the heart and mind that I really get pleased when the success of others. I'm going to rewind. Okay. <laughs> so, so, this afternoon I'm going to introduce one of the fourth Brahma Vihara is called Modita. So, those who are interested in Pali, each Pali word for the four Brahmavihas is a long A. It ends with the, a, the A's long, otherwise it can mean anything, something mm-hmm. else. So uh, Pali words, if you don't put the right one, it can mean something else. So, like any other language. So this cult of the heart and mind really that gets pleased and, you know, and joyful when there's a success of others. And. Uh, and I say that it's come from the root, the root is mud, which is M-U-D. The uh, Pali words are prefixes and and roots, so that's where it come from. And that means to gladden, to pleased, uh, to be pleased, you know. So uh, a good recap on the four brown we have uh, it's loving kindness. You have already do, you have already done that. And then karuna, compassion. And then you are with the gladness. And upeka is going to come also equanimity. The Visuddhimaga gave us uh, some definitions which are very helpful. This is the path, the path of purification. is an ancient commentary by Venerable Uh He talked about the characteristics of this quality of mind. It's like gladdening. Um, it's produced by the success of others, and then its function, its being unenvious, not to envy others. And uh, its manifestation is elimination of aversion. So if you don't uh, uh, have uh, aversion, that means you have uh, appreciative joy. And also its proximity cause is seeing the success of other beings. When you see other beings successful it is going to uh, uh, man, uh, be aroused. And also it succeeds when it makes aversion subside, and it fails when it produces amusement. Let's say you eat a chocolate and you're amused. So that's more of a mundane kind of joy, but this is really a, a, a spiritual quality of the heart and mind that really genuinely feel joy, but this is not a normal joy. Okay, the way to purify is for one who has much aversion. If you have too much aversion towards other people's success, maybe you want to try modita practice. And also it's near enemy. And that's uh, something that masquerades as appreciative joy. It's called mundane joy. Let's say if you're, you're... your friend get promoted, you feel joy. But if uh, other people, you don't know, they get promoted, you don't like it. So if something is within, like, household, just simple joys of taking uh, uh, ice cream and you feel joy, that's not modita, actually. <laughs> it's, simp- it's joy, basically, but not appreciative joy. So don't confuse the two, actually. And then it's for enemy is aversion. If you have... Uh, uh, Aversion, so that's uh, it's near enemy, I mean, far enemy. So, and also the Buddha, uh, the Venerable Buddha Gosa compared it with uh, uh, like a mother with a child, uh, like seeing the child when he's young and, for, uh, and wants that pa- child to have long, long, uh, long enjoy the benefits of youth. So is this is more of a comparison actually because actually he did compare with other brahma viharas like the one for metta he compared it to having a baby who uh, and the mother wants the baby uh, to grow and thrive and for compassion he compared it with the, when the baby is ill and uh, the mother wants the, the baby to be free from illness and for equanimity uh, the Buddha bodhigosha mentioned about uh, when uh, the child is busy with the, the the his or her affairs, and then uh, the parent is not worried about what goes on. Actually, when the, in other words, when their child is mature, so this is uh, by way of uh, introduction or definition of, of what is modita. I'd like to give you some of the phrases that I, I found very helpful in my practice. So. You find translation like uh, sympathetic joy, but I like more appreciative joy for some reason. But if you you can use also sympathetic joy, that's fine. So here's the phrases that you can use. May your happiness and good fortune continue. May they increase. May they never wane. Also, you can use another phrase. May you enjoy happiness and abundance. Or you can use another one. I'm happy that you are ha- you are happy. Or you can use, May your happiness continue. May your happiness grow. So you can use any of those fra- phrases. And according to, again, the Buddhist literature, they recommend that you start with a, a, a close friend who experiences success or happiness. And then you follow, this, you follow the same categories, like a friendly person, then a neutral person, unfriendly person, and finally all beings. But I think today, uh, we are just go um, as far as we can go. (laughs) I think that's too much. (laughs) Just sit comfortably and feel at ease. Let us start. Like any other practice, sit comfortably, feel at ease. Let it go of the past and the future. Settle back in the present moment, remove any tension in the chest, jaws, everywhere you feel the tension, see if you can release it. See if you can reflect on something that you like about yourself, the spiritual qualities that you've been really working on, maybe being generous, ethical conduct, meditation itself, so you can at least see that you're successful in a way and see if you can be happy about your success even when meditation has been very hard. But your intention to really be successful, it's very, very important. Because if you see only your failures, and you focus only on your failures, how are you going to wish other people to be successful? So, I just feel that all the practice starts with... Oneself. So see if you can rest in your intention to be successful if you feel that you're just focusing on the negative side of that you're a failure. See the positive side of being successful, not faking it until you make it, but really all of you have been successful having these spiritual qualities like faith and energy. So so you can wish yourself, may my happiness continue, or may my success continue. Or may my intention to be successful, be happy, continue. We then bring in a a dear person. See if you can generate and radiate these phrases. May you continue to have happiness. may you enjoy happiness and success. Again, with this, the way you practice metta, you try to connect to the phrases as we expand our awareness to include all beings. So we go through the categories slowly by slowly, but you can choose to stay with one category, but not suddenly, not only you, you have to shift. So it's not about you only, you use yourself as a foundation to generate these thoughts of appreciative joy. So you have to keep on moving until this appreciative joy embraces all beings beyond your friends, beyond your relatives. So connecting to the meaning of the words is very, very important. Seeing uh, your friends, enjoying happiness and success. You can bunch all friends together wish them the same thoughts of appreciative joy. May my friends continue to enjoy happiness and success. Again, if there's thoughts arising, other thoughts arising that takes away your attention from the object of of Mudita, see, you can, see if you can be mindful of, of thinking. Just thinking,
1: and then come back
0: to this phrase. See if you can use the, same, use the same phrase that really connects, that resonates with you, other than trying to figure out which phrase you are going to use. Try to find out a phrase that you can repeat easily without much struggle. So when you send metta it was a happy person, when you send compassion, it was a person suffering. Here you find out a person who is successful. Not only in material way, but in a spiritual success also. In fact, we want to reflect on a spiritual success. people who have been successful in cultivating that quality of kindness, generosity, ethical conduct, patience, determination, truthfulness, all people irrespective of religion, they have these qualities to some degree. You are not only sending these thoughts to people who have material success, but seeing people who are really also embody this quality of the heart and mind that leads to freedom. then we move on to a neutral person the neutral person maybe you don't talk to that person that they're doing service to you so you send the same thoughts of mudita may you Continue to enjoy your success and happiness. May you be successful. a difficult person. So you find out someone who's not too difficult, someone who's a little bit annoying, irritating, not too much. So here we send thoughts of success, not to be successful in hurting you, really to be successful In spiritual qualities, people who are harming you or wounding you actually are not successful. So see if you can wish them success. When they're successful, they won't injure you. So you can send these thoughts of Mudita to even a difficult person. May you be successful. May your success continue. And finally, we want to wish these thoughts of Modita to all beings without exception. That's where we want to end actually. All beings all breathing beings, all sentient beings. May they be successful. May their success continue. May their success not wane. May they enjoy abundance. is a very important practice. It helps us to overcome jealousy and envy. The good news is that the practice of liberation, Nibbana, is going to be always a space for somebody. So there's no need to be jealous that some yogi is practicing very fast and is going to go to Nibbana and you will not have a place, basically. It doesn't matter how many people attain Nibbana, there is always going to be a space for you. No need to have jealousy and envy. So, see if you can wish all beings to attain final liberation. That's the ultimate success of all people practicing. Having seen that all beings, like oneself, have a desire to be successful, one develops appreciative joy methodically for all beings. object. I'm sending you success. (laughs) May you be successful in your meditation, all right? So I've ended uh, this one 25 minutes before, so you have a chance to ask question about Appreciative Joy. If you have any question, please ask. If you have any question, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. You said it's important to use the phrases. Sorry? You said it's important to use the phrases? Yes. Um, is there sometimes I feel uh the sensation more of sending the appreciative journey? Yes. Okay, the phrases are important to repeat uh, to help us to connect to the object that we are saying Meta and also to be very systematic because we are not trained in our life to have this quality of the heart and mind. So we start with the phrases and slowly by slowly build this quality of the heart. is a training. Uh, it's a technique. You don't need it if you are connecting to the experience. It's like noting. You know, noting, seeing, <coughs> touching, pressure. Even watching the breath. Long breath, short breath. Short and long is just giving a frame. I think with this image of the frame, I think it's very important. You know when you have a picture and you want to put it in your room, you could do two things. Either straight away put it on the wall in your room, or actually get a frame where you can put it in the frame and then you put it on the wall. Either way it works. Like once you put it in a frame, it's much better because when people come, they look at the picture straight away, <laughs> right? Because it's already in a frame and they really just the eyes go right to the picture, right? So framing your experience like this helps you for training purposes. Even uh, when you're learning how to ride a bicycle, you put training wheels, You have kids, you've seen kids, they have bicycles, they have training wheels. But once they master how to balance the bicycle, they can remove the wheels. Hmm? Same thing when you're practicing this um, mindfulness, these phrases, you repeat the phrases to frame your experience. So you're particular there, you're really there. Actually, to tell you... uh, uh, for instance, the Buddha himself, when he taught metta-loving kindness, you see the sutta, uh, you have heard about the sutta, uh, beings who are short, who are long, who are far or near. So that's how the Buddha taught metta in a very general way. But later on, monks and nuns who practice, especially Buddha Gosa, Venerable Buddha Gosa, he is the one who started making these categories sending meta to a friend, to a neutral person, to a difficult person. So, because he was a meditator, he shared his experience, how to frame your experience, so that you are systematic and you can gain concentration. That's why. There's no reason behind it. If you can be very happy and you're seeing all the success of all beings, you drop the words. So, here's the progression. Verbal level, the way you repeat the words verbally, may you be well up and peaceful like that. That's on the verbal level. And mentally, you close your mouth and you repeat them mentally. And after that, stay with the feeling. That's the third level. And as you stay with that third level of just direct experience of the sensation, whatever it is, pleasant feeling, whether you feel it in the warmth, as warmth in the chest or pervading the whole body. You stay with that. That's non-conceptual. There's no non-conceptual thoughts. And then straight away, if you continue sustaining that uh, experience, you can gain concentration. That's the idea. You got it? Thank you. Another question. Yes. Uh, oh, the question. I have to repeat the question. During the Modita practice, is this good to actually to end with all beings or it's always too good to come back to oneself? Well, your self is all beings actually already. So <laughs> if you send to all beings, you're also included. Yes. So if you send uh, appreciate joy to all beings, Yourself is included, actually. But if you want, you can always come to yourself. There's no problem. There's no problem because when you have this kind of uh, expanded heart with these qualities of uh, with a Meta, Modita, or so you already actually full of this feeling of uh, this Modita. So you already have it, actually. So this coming to yourself and all that is a a starting point. But if you go through the categories to friends, to difficult people, to all beings, by the time you reached all beings, you already cultivated it. But it doesn't matter, actually. You can always come to yourself. It doesn't really matter. Really. Yes. Does that help? I hope so. <laughs> so, yes. The practice is more of a skillful means. Really something that helps. In fact, uh, when I'm doing this practice, I would come to myself only when I don't feel that I'm connected to all beings. Thus, I'll come back to myself when always I'm not connected. But when I have Metta or Mudita for all beings, I just feel there I'm also included. That's my experience. But if you feel that you're a little bit an outsider with all beings, all beings are successful and you are not, you can always come back (laughs) and reboot the computer, seeing yourself really, really, really happy and very successful. (laughs) And you can move on. Actually, that's a good reference always to come back to oneself because the practice has to start with one oneself. Even when the commentary says that you start with a, a close friend, this is more of a tradition actually. The tradition, uh, when you read Visuddhimagga, it says that we start with a very dear or close friend experience of success and happiness and then follow the regular order. But this is more of the commentary. So for me, in my practice, I have to really feel that okay, I'm getting somewhere, I'm successful, or I have intention to be successful, then I can follow that way. So one self is very, very important start with one self. Mm-hmm. Another question? Right. Um, it felt when I was, uh, when I was in GTA, it felt like a like matter Okay, the question is, uh, when she was saying Meta, I mean, uh, appreciate Joy, she felt like uh, actually Meta, it's the same sensation of feeling. You are right, 100% right. <laughs> uh, I mentioned it, I think, a couple of days ago on my Q&A session. This quality of the heart, it's actually the same. The object change. The object change, right? So now, if you are turning this quality of the heart and mind to somebody who is happy, then it's called metta. If you are sending the same quality of heart and mind to somebody who is suffering, then that's called karuna. The Pali word word is deeper, karuna, than even compassion. But let us get satisfied with compassion. So we call it compassion. It's the same call it over the heart. When it's turning towards um, uh, somebody who's successful, then it's called modita. Okay, here's an example. Electricity. So we use electricity for cooking. Hmm? Then Also we use it for light. Uh, we use it for ironing and cooking, industries. So do you think that electricity is different? It's a same electricity, but used for different purpose.? Right? So the same electricity you see here as light. It's the same electricity that you are going to see when you turn on electric kettle. It is not different. It's just the purpose. So the same thing, the quality of the heart, when it's directly to, the, to different objects, we call it different names. Yes, in fact, Buddha gave a very good simile about the consciousness. This was pertaining to consciousness, different levels of consciousness, like seeing consciousness, hearing consciousness, and all that. He gave a very good analogy about burning wood, different wood. Like If like the wood is sandalwood, then you call that fire based on sandalwood. If you are burning dung, Cow dung, dried one, then you call it fire. You call the name of fire <laughs> depending on the firewood you are using. But it's fire, basically. It's the same fire. Yes, so it's the same with consciousness. You call it eye consciousness because it's a consciousness pertaining to seeing. Hearing consciousness because it's hearing. That's the same level of consciousness. Does that help? Yeah. Yes. Please continue to feel your happiness. It's meta. Doesn't matter. Don't discuss dismiss it. Oh no no. It's now the moment to feel Mudita. Appreciate joy. Meta go away. No, wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Just carry on. All right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. interviews every day mm. and I felt initially I felt a little envy <laughs> <laughs> Oops. and I also felt like wow, oh, good for you You know, they were like back to back I wondered if you could use it as an antidote when that happens oh yes, by all means <laughs> this quote uh, of the heart and mind is used for, uh, as an antidote to the deep-seated uh, mental defilement, with jealous and envy. Unfortunately, Mudita appreciates joy. Uh, not so, it's not so popular, actually. <laughs> Metta is very popular, and compassion, every religion talks about compassion. Maybe there's too much to and not enough success. Um, maybe. Maybe <laughs> so, but this is very, very important practice. In fact, probably very difficult also compared to others. So, yes, whenever there's jealousy and envy, use it. Yes, yes, but whenever, whenever we talk about these phobia brahmaviharas, uh, they should really be practiced in high gear, not just only. Uh, These uh, ordinary ways, uh, like even uh, modita, uh, there's some joy that is called mundane joys, that shouldn't be mistaken uh, for appreciative joy. Really, this should encompass all beings, right? not only your small circle, your 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 friend or relative. It should. You should have the same quality of heart and mind. Of mudita, whether it's a friend or enemy uh, or all beings, it doesn't matter. You wish them to be successful, to enjoy success. Yes. And also, don't just keep it so mundane. Okay, may I succ- may be successful in getting ice cream today? It's too mundane, basically. You have to really wish a really spiritual success. That's, I think, the best way. And also, uh, when we send such, uh, this appreciative joy uh, to somebody who's very difficult, it's not that we wi- we wish them to be successful so that they can uh, be successful in harming, harming, uh, uh, wounding us, do something bad towards us. That's not the success we wish them. We wish them to really to awaken to, be, uh, to see the cause of their suffering so that they stop to, armor, to harm us or wound us. So it's very, very important that most people might say, oh, no, this person is a difficult person. I don't want them to be successful in injuring me. <laughs> so it's just actually success so that they can see the dharma. So anybody who has seen the dharma and who was successful in the dharma, they shouldn't really injure us, at least intentionally they shouldn't do that. They might injure us int- unintentionally, but intentionally somebody is successful who is suffering and it's caused, so they, they don't want us to really uh, suffer. or They don't want us to suffer. Another question. Mm-hmm. What is a skillful way of integrating the four uh, uh, Brahma-Viharas into the daily practice? Because if I do, would do that, it takes quite a long time. Okay. The thing is that what's the best way to practice all the four Brahma Biharas in their life? If uh, He does all of them, it takes a lot of time. Well, you have all the time in the world. (laughs) Do you have time to brush your teeth? Do you have. (laughs) So, (laughs) if you have time to take shower, eh? comb your hair, brush your teeth. There's a time for Brahma because as you are driving in going to the office, eh? you go in traffic jam somewhere in Frankfurt and then, ah, instead of getting furious, oh, then you just send meta. May all drivers be well and peaceful. If somebody cuts you because they have to rush very fast for the meeting and they forget to put on the <laughs> indicators, then, oh, you know that they are suffering. May you be free from suffering at school. <laughs> In a day, you can practice actually the whole four Viharas. Really, actually. And don't have session, okay, now it's one hour, it's going to be meta, then, uh, then another hour, uh, compassion, another hour, appreciate joy, another hour, uh, equanimity. that's four hours a day. That's too much. If you, that's how you're going to approach a practice. Then you don't have time for four hours. But if you allow this practice to be organic, it organically. What's very interesting, Joseph mentioned it this morning uh, about the practice. Uh, the Pali word is viharati. Vihara. Vihara is a place to stay. So he mentioned it actually this morning. I don't know whether you realize that somebody when they ask a question about what to practice and all that. He mentioned this actually, but me are mentioning it in Pali. Viharati is a Pali word is used in the foundation of mindfulness. This practice is dwelling. You dwell cultivating mindfulness of the body, feelings, mental formations. I mean (laughs) mental states and mind objects. It's about dwelling. Not just sitting on a cushion or not just carving out only four hours for Brahma then four hours for mindfulness. No, no, no. It's actually when it becomes part of your life. It should evolve with life. There will be always opportunities. To practice this, right? Of course, you can have formal meditation. And for me, uh, how I was trained by Sadhu Pandita, even Sadhu Silananda, we start with forgiveness practice, then metta, and also Sadhu Pandita, the same practice. We start with the qualities of the Buddha Dhamma and Sangha, and then metta. You can do that as a formal practice, but in terms of applying it in daily life, you just apply whatever the, con- whenever the condition are. So that's more of an informal practice. Then every time the, there will be some moments which will call for any of those practices. And uh, then you reach in your office. If you are, you, are, you, have, you, are, you are the boss or if you have your own boss, you see him very successful, you wish them, oh, may you be successful. That's just a very good thing if you wish them to be successful, to make lots of profit, and also not <laughs> to be angry with you. <laughs> not to be angry with you. <laughs> then if you wish them to be successful and uh, not to, be, uh, to, uh, to, to to have lo- loving kindness, you wi- when you wish them modita, you wish them to have loving kindness for you. Eh? And also they can promote you. Then you can send meta. After the traffic jam, you reach your office, send appreciative joy to all the co-workers because they are going to be promoted also. Eh? Yeah. Be- around and you yourself. So around, the, during the day, we are talking the whole day, actually, you have now you should practice uh, uh, appreciative joy. And then somewhere you, you find out, okay, I'm sending these drivers compassion, but they are driving like crazy. That's when you are not maybe in German, German but when you are in other countries, or the drivers drive like crazy. So then you send them compassion, but they are not sending. They are not uh, changing. That's still suffering. Then you oh, you apply equanimity. Oh, you know, there's nothing much I can do. <laughs> 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 I've done my best. So then you send equanimity. Okay, even in German, I uh, just. Uh, uh kind of uh, uh, just did it up and kind of spiced the, the, my explanation. But even when in the in, in USA, in Germany, wherever you are, then you can see that, okay, you wish people to be happy, but they're not happy. You wish them to, have, uh, to be free from suffering, but they still continue to suffer. Right? Then you wish them to be successful, but they're not successful. So what are you going to do? So you practice equanimity. So okay, now I've done my job. I cannot change any of your. So you are the owner of your karma. <laughs> Actually, so he's like this. I was more thinking about the practice here. Mm-hmm. Where this, uh, oh, <laughs> all the time I went off of traffic. <laughs> where uh. Yeah. Okay, Co- contrary, okay. Not so when I'm sitting in a car that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like uh, maybe uh, in a bus. <laughs> maybe when you're on a train, it doesn't have to be your own car. <laughs> so, at any rate, okay, don't worry about it. It's good that you know even practice in daily life, okay? Even here on a cushion, you're dwelling on your cushion, self-employed on your cushion. Basically, <laughs> you start with meta. If that's, It's very, very good because... It depends. Uh, For me, I look at what am I inclined always. If I'm a person who have a lot of jealousy and envy, that sitting I would use appreciative joy. If I'm really so much uh, uh, having a lot of aversion and all that, I do a compassion. You don't want to grab all oranges, you know. You don't want to like in one sitting sending all these things at one go. Unless you do it one, one second per each like this, but that's too much. I really, for me, I find out what state of my mind, the state of my mind I am now. There's a lot of aversion, maybe meta. If there's a, 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 a lot of suffering, Maybe compassion. Maybe if there's a lot of jealous and envy, others, all the all the people are really very good yogis, walking wonderfully and slowly. And for me, I'm out of my practice. I'm walking too fast. Then I wish them uh, appreciative joy. So there's no right way. Actually, there's no right formula. It's really us to really see. What's very good for us, because each practice leads us to the goal, actually. Each practice leads us to the goal, where we want to be. Huh? And the Buddha taught for 45 years, I'm telling you, was teaching only one, four things, actually. Suffering, end of suffering, happiness, and never to happiness. So all the Dhamma talks we have given, <laughs> they're all just around that. You may think that's too much. Actually, it's too little. (laughs) It's just talking about, you can even reduce it to one. The Buddha's test has only one test. Eh? One uh, one test, the test of liberation. So the Buddha spent 45 years teaching only one thing, liberation. (laughs) You can even put it in one. So anyway, choose whatever you are. It doesn't matter really. And choose what resonates with you. Don't force uh, modita when uh, you feel that it's, it's not go, you, that's not your place where you are. right? Okay, uh, I think this is enough for now. Just uh, choose, pick what you feel with this four Brahma Viharas, and then go from there. It doesn't really matter. Thank you very much for your question, and may you be successful in your practice. Thank you very much.